In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Almost exactly ten years ago, I was kneeling on the hard, cold stone floor of Coventry Cathedral in front of a large wooden cross on Good Friday. And after a few moments of uncomfortable silence, we heard a collection of grief-stricken yet ethereal voices ascending from the choir. Oh, my people, they sang, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. For 40 years, I led you safely through the desert. I led you from slavery to freedom. I bore you up with manna in the desert. I gave you a royal scepter, but you gave me a crown of thorns. I raised you up to the height of majesty, but you have raised me high on a cross. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. And it was in that moment with those words simultaneously filling and breaking my heart that I began to understand a bit more fully the importance of the cross. I'll be the first to admit I have at times been a bit hesitant to fully embrace the cross. In ancient Rome, the cross was a means of torture. It was used as a way of dissuading others from perpetuating similar crimes as those who had been crucified, with victims sometimes being left on, the, on display after death as a warning. To die of crucifixion was to die a slow, painful, gruesome, humiliating, and public death. To be crucified was to lose one's dignity and die in shame. To be crucified was to die an offensive death. It was to die a death that was meant to upset, insult, and affront not only the person being crucified, but also the crowd watching and those who passed by. So it is no surprise that the prevalence and centrality of the cross has at times made me a bit uncomfortable over the years. I don't like being confronted with the reality of what happened there. And I don't always like to ponder the invitation it is for my life. But as I listened to those beautiful voices in Coventry Cathedral all those years ago, I was able to catch a glimpse of and dwell in some of the pain and the grief of our crucified God whose cross is situated in the breach between earth and heaven. And in those moments listening to that anthem, I felt like I encountered who God is as known through Christ in a way that I had not been able to before. I came to understand this crucified God more deeply as a God of love, a God who, having loved his own who were in the world, loved them to the very end. A God who longs to be reconciled with, united with, and in relationship with God's people, 
and gave God's very self in order to make that a reality. A God who withstood the shame of the cross in order to offend people, you and me, to offend people into salvation. Because Jesus knew something about offending people into salvation, it was how he flipped the entire narrative and drew all people to himself. He was known to talk with and pray with and eat with and walk with and love the most offensive people in Israel at the time. He dined with tax collectors, talked with a Samaritan woman, and touched unclean lepers. And in so doing, redeemed, restored, and reconciled them to themselves, each other, the community, and God. So it should come as no surprise that this same Jesus was able to take one of the most offensive and shameful instruments of death and turn it into an instrument of redemption, restoration, and reconciliation, an instrument of salvation. And because of that, this offensive and shameful instrument of death stands in the middle of everything. The cross of Christ stands in between the deep gulf, the wide breach that exists between God and humanity. It stands in that liminal space where the crucified God in the person of Christ draws the whole world to himself and in so doing reconciles and restores us to who we were created to be as individuals and as a community. And so, as we dwell within this holy time and space today, let us remember the great love and sacrifice of our God, who withstood the shame of the cross in order to offend the world, to offend us into salvation. Let us allow this God, this Jesus who loved his own who were in the world, to put his law of love into our hearts. Let us surrender our souls to this crucified God and live solely for God, doing for others what was done for us by taking up our crosses and following him into the breach to repair that breach with generous love, mercy, and grace, by living lives of selflessness, love, and service, even if, most especially if, it is offensive to the ways of the world. O oh, my people, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. We come here today to answer that cry. Holy God, holy and strong, holy immortal one, you have done nothing to offend us, but to draw us all up to yourself in love. Have mercy upon us and save us. Amen. <laughs>